This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to talk about unitive awareness in the sense of seeing that we are all and in all. When the separate self is seen as illusory, when the ego pops like a soap bubble and the flimsy boundary between us and the world falls away, then we see our true nature is all and in all. Sometimes that sight is overpowering. That's what happened this Easter Sunday. We are in Florida now for a few weeks, enjoying a respite from the cold of New Hampshire. One of the first things that I did when we arrived here in Florida was look for an outdoor worship service to attend, and I found two, but they were only for Easter Sunday. One was a widely publicized Easter sunrise service at 7 a.m. on the beach, sponsored by several local churches. The other was a smaller outdoor service an hour later at 8 a.m. in a nice shaded area outside of a Presbyterian church that we have visited in previous years. I wanted to go to the the beach one. I wanted to see the sun rise over the horizon and sing Alleluia. So at 6.30 on Easter Sunday, I rolled over in bed and said to my wife, Okay, we need to get up and get to the beach if we're going to be at the sunrise service on time. She put a pillow over her head and said, No way. So we ended up going to the 8 o'clock service. And it was a nice service. And it was the first in-person worship service that we have attended since autumn. Because it was Easter, it was especially emotional. I was particularly captivated by the young woman at the front who was translating all the hymns into American Sign Language. She was filled with joy. And it was beautiful to watch her motions and her expressions so clearly depicted the words of the songs. I could see Christ incarnated in her and through her. After that worship service, we came back to the the condo here that we are renting. And we watched our New Hampshire churches worship service online, streaming at 10 o'clock. And then after that, we went for a walk on the beach at 11 o'clock. And it was on the beach that the incarnation of Christ in everything and everyone caught up with me. The beach was filled with families enjoying the Easter holiday. And as we walked and as I watched them, I could 
easily see Christ, God, in every person. Every person I looked at was me looking back at me. I was every man and every woman and every child. And by me, I mean not me, the separate individual self, but the true self, the one self, who is the only one of the universe. The divine self is incarnated in every person who is alive now and who has ever lived. There is one world soul, or or better yet, world spirit, who is the spirit in every human being. People think that we are individual, separate selves, separate beings, but we aren't. We are one self, one being, incarnated in eight billion separate bodies that are alive today. The The reason for the anxiety and the fear and the angst and the emotional suffering that so many people have is because we think we are separate and different. We think we are these individual bodies and that when these bodies die, then we die. But we aren't and we don't. When this boy dies, only one small expression of us dies. We are life itself. After our walk, we rested on a couple of chairs overlooking the beach and and watched a family at play. Parents with a boy about seven or eight years old, about the same age as some of our grandkids. And the boy looked and acted very much like I looked and acted at that age. I, I know this because I see in the old home home movies that my, my parents took. And I could not help imagining as I was watching this child that I had traveled back through time and was looking at myself 60-something years ago. It's the same self in me as in this child. As I was thinking about that, I then remembered another interesting incident that happened to me about a decade ago. This was in May of 2012. I had just discovered non-duality, even though I had studied religion and mystics all of my adult life, I had never come across a term non-dual or anyone who would describe themselves as as a teacher of non-duality. And at the time, I had been deconstructing theism and deconstructing my, my Christian religion. And I was, at that time, also having glimpses of oneness. And I was wondering if anyone else was seeing this which I was starting to see. So I did a Google search. And I wasn't really interested in listening to religious expressions of this at the time. So I didn't look at the Buddhist or Hindu or Advaita Vedanta folks. I was looking for someone that didn't have the religious terminology and all the religious trappings. And I came across a man named Scott Killaby, an attorney in Indiana who was talking about non-duality. 
and I watched some of his videos, and I read his book, and it just so happened, providentially, that he was going to give a talk just a few miles away from where I live in New Hampshire. I didn't know at the time how rare that was. No one comes to rural New Hampshire to give talks on non-duality. Anyway, I signed up. The session was to be held at a ski area during the off-season. I arrived early and was looking for the meeting place, and I couldn't find it. And there was another guy who had also pulled up his car and was looking around. He couldn't find it either. We were both looking for the same place, so we looked together. And finally, we found the building. And as we were waiting for the session to begin, we were talking, since we were the only ones there. I thought he looked familiar, so I asked him his name. He said it was Marshall. I replied, so is mine. I asked his last name. He replied, Davis. I thought he was joking, so I actually asked to see his driver's license. He was Marshall Davis. He is the only other Marshall Davis that I have ever met in my life. And here I was seeing him, meeting him, at this presentation on non-duality. And all during that that session, you know, I could not help thinking that I was looking at myself here, 30-something years younger. He reminded me of me in a lot of different ways. The truth is, everyone is me. We are all the same person, the same divine reality. We all share a soul, or in biblical terms, share the same spirit. And this is not just true of humans. We share a soul with every living creature. The same divine self that animates dogs and cats and squirrels and pelicans and crows and fox and groundhogs and bears and every other creature is our self. There is one self that is all and in all. That is the truth behind those scripture verses that talk about God being all and in all. The letter to the Ephesians says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. There's another passage from the letter to the Colossians, which was written by the same hand at about the same time. It lists all different types of people, Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, and then declares, but Christ is all and in all. A few verses previously, it relates this to the Christian experience of resurrection. It says, so if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, the word means disclosed or unveiled, 
then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The one self is the divine self that we call God. When this divine self is incarnated in physical form, we use the word Christ. Christ is the incarnation of the divine self in physical form. Christ is all and in all. And I see this not only in people and in animals, but in trees, in plants, and in the tiny insect that was crawling circles over my hand during the Easter service. I was listening to the sermon and I felt something on my hand. I looked down, there's this little tiny white kind of furry insect and he was running in circles on my hand and I just started watching him. I mean, it was a, just as interesting, maybe a better sermon than what I was hearing from the, from the pulpit there. And I pointed this out to my, my wife there. I was looking at that bug and I was thinking that I am that little insect running in circles. And that, that's why I, I didn't want to cause this little insect harm. I just blew him away because he is me. You see, the same self, the same consciousness, same life that's, that is me, is me in this little insect. And I think this is the source of the ethic called ahimsa, which is non-injury to all living things, which is where the Christian missionary Albert Schweitzer got the idea for his ethic of Nonviolence to all living things. It's the source of the concept of reincarnation, which is really not about us as individual little entities, spiritual entities being reborn consecutively in other life forms because we didn't get it right in the previous life. Reincarnation is about oneself being incarnated in all beings. This is also the meaning behind the Christian idea of Resurrection. Resurrection is not about us as individual souls or spirits or entities being raised in new indestructible bodies someday in the future. Resurrection points to the truth that what we are is indestructible and it is incarnated in physical form in every body that has ever lived and ever will live. This one self is Christ. All the separated bodies are one body, the body of Christ. Christ is the embodiment of the divine in all people, in all things. The physical universe is the body of Christ. That is what the sacrament of the Lord's Supper points to. It's not about magic food that confers everlasting life. It is a pointer to sacramental reality. The whole universe is sacrament, is sacramental. The whole earth is holy. God is all and in all. Christ is all and in all. When we know ourselves to be one in God, in Christ, then we see that we are all and in all. This 
is Christian non-duality. And I see this every day. But I saw it especially on this Easter Sunday. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.